pink. Right, the time is now nine, eight minutes, nine minutes past two, just a few seconds, nine minutes uh, past uh, two, and you're listening to the One Two Three Show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Thursday afternoon. And I'm really excited to welcome back on the program Sadia, Sadia Osmani. Great to see you. How are you? I'm all right, thank you. Good afternoon to you. <laughs> nice to be on the other side now. <laughs> exactly. Thank you very much for, for sitting in for me uh, for the right. past couple of days. Really enjoyed the show. Um, and it's nice to have you as, as our guest. I'm sure the listeners missed you. You've got an interesting topic for, <laughs> yeah. for us this afternoon, yeah, Sadia. And you're a bit of a, a writer yourself. Yeah, I must admit, this kind of caught my fancy because I had a look at it and it actually said the headline was, Writing a Journal is Scientifically Linked to Happiness. And um, so I was looking into this and, you know, before I go into some of the details of this, I would say that, yeah, I kind of um, have always encouraged people to write and I do it myself. It's usually when um, it's kind of something emotional, something, maybe a distress that you're going through. And I find that, you know, sometimes if you don't have somebody to talk to about it um, or, or you feel like there's just too much here to, to talk about, then to put pen to paper is actually a good way of, of, it's quite therapeutic. You can just write down how you're feeling. And the good thing is, is that I have personally found that when you write it down, you can then go back to it and read it. And when you read it, your mind then is not full of such chaos. You can actually kind of think of it, absorb some of the information that's there and perhaps then see a solution and see things in it. So I've always found that useful. And even, um, you know, with my own children, like uh, if when they've gone through some sort of a difficult stage in their life, I always say to them, look, why don't you sit down and why don't you just write down what you're feeling at the moment? Um, once or twice they have done it. Um, but I suppose it doesn't come naturally to everybody. So, so that's why I was kind of particularly interested in this one. And so this article basically said that, um, you know, writing down your thoughts and feelings and experiences from your day to day really can make you feel better and even perhaps even happier. So journaling thoughts. So so it could be like writing a journal every day or if you find that that's a bit too much, but just kind of writing those thoughts down when you feel that you need that sort of support. So it could be both positive and negative things. And you can actually supposedly change your brain chemistry to increase feelings of peace and happiness, um, which actually tell your brain to stop releasing stress hormones and to start producing calming hormones. Um, so, you know, that could that could be a remedy, certainly. And you're a happy person as well, Sadia. So I can see it's had good effects. <laughs> I'm, generally, I'm generally quite a positive, practical person. I think that's what it is. That And you like to write things down. We, we know you like to write complaint emails as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. No, I'm well known in my family. <laughs> People always think like, you know, no, write a complaint, write a letter of complaint. I've done quite Have a few Have it in black and white. But it's true. I think writing, and you're right, it, it helps you uh, process complex emotions. And sometimes when you go back you don't have to send it immediately especially maybe it's to a loved one or or you're resolving an issue um and when you revisit that letter or that email or, or that message sometimes you think oh maybe that comes across a bit harsh mm. maybe that's not maybe that's what you meant at the moment and had you said yes, those things yes. in the moment yes, absolutely. it would take on a completely different meaning but if you sort of write it down 
go back to it, rewrite edit things. It. That's right. Edit it. Because sometimes if you think about how many times, especially now with social media, when we've got emails and we've got WhatsApp, Those if we're suddenly... Keyboard yeah, warriors just absolutely. writing whatever We're kind mean. of in a state of anger or emotion and then we just suddenly think, oh, I'm just going to reply to this person. And you do and you end up saying things later when you look at it, you think... Oh, I shouldn't have done that because you just need that time and maybe writing it gives you time to actually look at it back yeah. and change it if you want to. Never write or, well, speak even, but in anger. It really, or when you're drunk. Or, or, Not or that act. I'm ever yeah. drunk. Drunk texting. Because otherwise you really regret it. You think, oh, I come across as like, you know, much more of a, I don't know, horrible person yeah. and you don't really want, you, you have no intention of doing that, but you're just so caught up in the moment yeah no no it's very easy and it says here that you know writing helps us because it gives us an outlet for our feelings rather than keeping them bottled up which makes us subject to them them in and unanticipated ways and this is like uh, laura lewis mantle she's a, a doctor and she's a physician specializing in pain and stress management um, and she's a professional prof uh, coach as well and she said writing lets us process our internal experiences before we share them with others if we write about our feelings and thoughts we can all begin to make meaning and sense of what's happening to us and around us so it gives us some perspective as to exactly what's going on and supposedly um, there was a there was a study published in 2018 in the journal of medical internet research and mental health and they found that the positive effect of journaling PAG decreased feelings of anxiety depression and general distress after one month um, and then another study in 2018, published in the journal Innovation in Aging, found that writing, specifically expressive writing and gratitude writing, increased feelings of resilience and optimism and improved physical health. So that's, that's an interesting thing. That's so interesting you mentioned that. Um, not too long ago, we had a lovely, lovely intern um, who, uh, has, who, who would keep a journal of gratitude um, and um, Ooh, yeah, it was a really lovely idea. And um, every now and again, the intern would sort of share what made it um, at the end of the day, what uh, uh, what, uh, what uh, he or she learned uh, from Radio 3. And it was a real way for um, that person to, to engage in self-care. And a lot of times we, we don't have that positive voice. A lot of times we, we tell ourselves, oh, I can't really do that. Or it's a lot of I can't. But if you sort of say, you know, um, I know that um, I'm good at doing something or I know that I'm I'm good at cooking or I know mm. that I'm good at interviewing people mm. and I know that I'm a I'm a good mum you know writing mm. these things mm. down um, can um, can really solidify yeah. that that positive self-talk but also to back it up with with something so for example I read that apart from saying what you're grateful for things that you have achieved so for example um, say for uh, at the end of the day I write something like um, I feel good today because I taught Sasha how to write a bike mm -hmm. and when you look back on it it's something that you've achieved that day it's mm -hmm. not just something that I'm grateful. And it's a big thing it, it's a big thing know. so it's not just you know um, I'm grateful because I have Sasha my daughter in my life but 
I'm grateful because I taught Sasha how to ride a bike. And these these little acts of achievements are supposed to boost your mental well-being. Mm-hmm. So for those of us who are feeling a bit down, think of things, you know, things yeah, that we've achieved it really that day. Because there are quite a few little people, things. as you said, quite a few people um, are hesitant to write, right? And they don't know where to start. So in this, they've actually explained that, you know, and that's exactly what you said about writing down sort of positive things and, and things that you've achieved because that's one simple way of starting uh, and it's taking the positive. And they do say that, you know, the benefits if you do these things is improved health and the immune system functioning better and better adjustment to life transitions, overcoming adversity and just generally functioning better. So if you were going to start journaling, if you've not ever done it before, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to do it every day. It's really about simply write down something that made you happy, like you were saying, right? Record good things that happened and positive feelings. If the goal is specifically to feel happier, it may help you to jot down two or three things that made you happy that particular day, like you said about, you know, teaching Sasha how to ride a bike. Um, so, and then this will perhaps increase your, your attention on those topics and it will train your brain to be scanning for those things you know, throughout the day. So if you decided, like at the end of the day, I'm going to write down three things about my day, which has been really good, right? You will automatically get into the habit of through that day, you'll be thinking, oh, yeah, I'm going to write my three things down. This is probably one of the things I would write, yeah. which keeps you in a very positive mood, really. Yeah. Always um, seeking for yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I think, you know, we're, we're creatures of, we just tend to be quite negative, I think. And we have to generally. recondition our minds yeah, yeah. and being why, grateful why yeah being grateful was certainly one of the things that they mentioned here and you know we i think if we were thinking back at our lives and stuff we would always remember difficult moments in our life right we would always think about oh this was really hard um but we never really think about the whole grateful side or the good positive things that happen to us all the time or what we have yeah because sometimes yeah. we take things for granted my grandma always says you know there will always be people who who are richer than you they'll always you know if, if money is, is is a way you measure your success there's always going to be people who is richer than you and there will always be people who are poorer than you yeah and <laughs> that's her way of taking us down a notch as well there'll always be people better looking than you always people be not as good looking slimmer than you (laughs) (laughs) exactly we could could go into a whole minefield here couldn't we i mean no but that's it it's it's just i think it's just a a woman thing i mean like you know how many times do you put something on and do you ask your partner that does my bum look bigger than this or whatever so it's it's just one of those things and a man should know that he should not say yes it does so it's a difficult one. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, is about, you know, write down things that are upsetting you. So that's another possible thing that, you know, instead of sort of, OK, you're writing down the things that are bothering you, uh, that are good, etc. But another approach is, is involving things that are bothering you or troubling you. And then right next to them, you should note down how you can manage that situation more effectively. So if you think, okay, this is that person is really irritating me. And then on the other side, you think, okay, I'm just going to avoid interaction. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. Um, So you're increasing.
increasing awareness and focus on positive things. Whereas in this other method, you know, you're actually going the extra mile, not only to name the negative feeling and thought, but also how you could possibly improve it through some problem solving skills. And, and that will automatically kind of make you happier. You can also like set intentions and a timer if you're feeling stuck. So for instance, if you find it hard to do this, think about what you're trying to accomplish. And then when you're journaling, you know, think, okay, what am I trying to do here? And then set yourself, say, 10 minutes or 20 minutes to write down these things and just jot them all down. And make sure that you're not writing things down like, oh, I've got to cook the dinner, or I've got to do this. It's much more kind of deeper thoughts that, and emotions that you're writing down. And then, you know, prompt yourself with, say, questions about, okay, what's going well? What's causing discomfort? What are my opportunities to grow and try something new? And, you know, what's my mantra, mantra for today? And, you know, don't worry about having the right answer because there is no right answer. It's mm. just like about how you cope with it. But I, I do think really um, that there is a huge amount in writing to be able to do that. And we don't have to write a massive big journal and this intense diary. It's just maybe getting, you know, a folder in your your laptop or, or your phone or whatever, where immediately you just write down and then you can reflect on it. You can go back. And kids, it's a good exercise. Personally, I think it's a good one for, for kids. Yeah. Um, to, to, to add to that, I don't know if there are days or, or nights when you're just in your bed, lying in your bed and thinking, gosh, I've got so much on my plate, on my to-do list, things that you worry about. Um, and you're just, it's just going around in circles in your mind. And I find a lot of times it helps a lot when I just quickly write mm. write what's mm. in my mind, sort of take it out of my brain yeah. and put it on that's, a piece of paper. That's what happens though. Yeah. It is, it is very much and so. And you feel like there's a bit of a, a, a load off. Yeah. yeah. Because I think, you know, when you go through, um, you know, I know somebody who's recently, you know, her marriage has broken down and all sorts of things and she's having a really really difficult time and and I just said that look you need to just write down some of the things that you're feeling at the moment you need to write down what the kind of positive things are what the negative things are and then weigh it up a little bit and see where you are and so whatever decisions you've made you will feel better you you will look at it quite clearly objectively in front of you and then you'll be able to weigh it up and understand that the decision you made is something that you had to do yeah. and and you are you should be happy with that decision so i think you know these things and it could be even i suppose it would be it would work too if you were making a major decision in your life whether it's about moving abroad or whether it's a new job or marrying somebody if you actually put it down on paper and say okay why should i do this what are the advantages? A bit of a kind of um, a SWOT analysis type thing, yeah. you know, where you look at the opportunities, you look at the weaknesses, you look at the strengths, and then you you lay them all down and then you prioritize them. It seems like a very clinical way of doing it. but And just cut your losses and yeah, you see what, yeah, what, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I think it goes yeah. back to, you know, things that we can apply SWOT professionally. Analysis, well, yeah. well, it's funny though, I'm a real believer in the SWOT analysis. I think it's great because I think it really does put things in perspective. Next week on Chinwags. <laughs> What analysis? Yeah, I'm going to talk about the SWOT analysis, actually, because I don't think it's something you can just, it's not just a business thing. It's a personal thing that you can use, you know. Yeah. So, 
And also, um, speaking of writing as a good way to, to, uh, for, for children to, to get involved, one thing I notice whenever my two little girls fight, um, say, uh, Sasha, the older one, um, had a really nice piece of uh, drawing that she'd done, and then the little one, Kipper, scribbles all over it, oh, no. and it just really upsets the older one. It upsets Sasha a lot, and, and she's screaming at her younger sister, and she's telling me about all about it. And I find that, you know, I can mediate the whole situation, and I can be like, okay, Okay, so Kipper did that and, you know, must feel really upsetting. And, and Sasha's still really upset. And so the other day, and I learned this from a parenting book, I got a piece of paper and I just wrote down the things that Sasha was saying. And immediately I noticed a change in her demeanor. It was like, oh, mommy's taking that? this really seriously. Oh, wow. Yeah. And um, I said, okay, so what are you annoyed about? And she says, I'm annoyed that Kipper drew all scribbled all over my drawing. And I'm annoyed that she took my sticker. And I was like, oh. And so I wrote all these things down and I sort of read it back to her like a reporter and she just sort of nodded and then <laughs> and then she skipped away happily wow. did something else and I think it's just she felt validated yeah. um, she felt like she was being heard and yeah. it's just so interesting you know all I did was um, write down exactly what she said that's amazing. Um, no, I, I'm sure there is a lot. And I and I do think, actually, it's probably a very good thing to start doing with children. I, I recall, like, uh, when my son was quite small, he must have been about six, seven years old when he was at school, and he was being bullied by some children. And so, and these kids were just in his class, and they were just being a bit nasty. So I said to him, look, you go in your room and, and take this notebook and just write down who does what and why you don't like it and what makes how it makes you feel and uh, and he did it and and it was amazing that when I read it I was quite surprised that, oh my goodness really they say this this is how he feels and then I took that and I think I've mentioned this before but I took it to, to his the, teacher yeah and then his teacher made copies of it and sent it to the parents of the children that he had named and seriously they were just totally taken aback and yeah. they had words with their kids and some of those children became his really good friends oh, and I, so I couldn't nice. believe it because it was almost like handled within the kids and then the kids when they saw it in writing I think it made them understand or uh, you know they were quite and, and I think the parents were very good in handling it but it's I think there is really something in there about you know letting children express themselves through writing because mm. There's limitations now with social media. Everything is so fast. Uh, people write these messages, but you know, pen to paper writing on a, you know is is something that shouldn't be lost, and we should try and encourage our kids to do that. And as adult as adults, maybe we'll um, get these habits and we'll go forward and we'll still use it yeah. because it's a good way of conveying. I still write things to people if I find something is a bit too emotional and stuff. I think. Uh, I'm going to put it to paper because I know that maybe if I do it uh, verbally, I may not get things across. I might get a bit too emotional. I think I'll just write it on pen and paper and yeah. and send it to them. Well, you know, on a on the laptop, you just jot it down and stuff. Exactly. Wow, that's such a great story, Sadia. Um, it just reminds me of an incident I read. Um, a friend of mine, her son is um, being bullied um, at his new school. So perhaps I will suggest that yeah, idea. No, really. Yeah. I think you know to leave the son oh, because you see, yeah. you don't want to interpret. And you don't want to, as a as a parent, you don't really want to put words in their mouth about yeah. it, right?
right? Because you are feeling angry Protective. and annoyed. Yeah. yeah. And you might say, oh, did he do this? And did he do this? You just put them in a room comfortably and just say, okay, just write down who is it who bothers you? What do they say? How does it make you feel? And, and I was amazed that I wish I'd kept that actually. I wish I had kept that piece of paper because he actually, and it helped him. Yeah, to understand to too, yeah. So, so I think that was great, and I, I think maybe you know there's something in that in schools and stuff that maybe if children get a little bit stressed about stuff, sit them down and give them their quiet time and let them write. Yeah, it must have been a Scandinavian country that I read uh, that they do practice, they do appreciation messages where they will get the students to write something that they like about a classmate. Yeah, and then they will, and they'll pass it to that classmate, and that yeah. classmate will feel really good reading that. So and so really likes that. Absolutely, yeah. And Isn't I think it's so know, nice. I remember as a child, this is growing up in the UK, right? School and stuff. I remember sudden, you know, when you were cleaning up, or when this is this is when you're about five, six years old, right? I remember someone coming with a little piece of paper, and it says, "I love you," <laughs> and it's just from another little friend of yours, right? But you know, that was the thing of writing something down on a piece of paper. How would you do it these days if kids are not doing? Doing that, like yeah. you know, and you think, oh, do you love me? Do you love me today and tomorrow? And, and you know, it was just a communication thing that took place between kids. And yeah. uh, you know, I want to date you, and this is like age, age six. Oh wow! So, sorry, yeah. <laughs> so, so it was like you know, but kids maybe still do that. Maybe they're just sending kind of text messages or and, whatever, and they love it. So uh, sorry, just to add to that, um, as Sasha and uh, Kipper, when we try and get them for story time for bedtime, it's always such a struggle. Sometimes we do the whole bed bath. Dinner, in a routine but sometimes just getting them to sit still and have done everything else mm. like brush their teeth get change in their into their 90s um wear your nappy or whatever um to, to sit down and sometimes they don't do it but when the when when the book fairy writes to them and says right uh, story time at seven o'clock please be dressed in your pajamas please make sure they your listen. teeth are brushed um and they'll get ready and by 7 yeah, p.m they'll funny. sit down ready for the book Should fairy the book fairy to do a lot more yeah. than <laughs> exactly <laughs> I shall be the book fairy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can you help write some notes? Well, Sadia, thank you so much for, for the sharing. Welcome. Just the power of writing. Yeah, and the power of sharing. Thank you so much for your time this afternoon. Okay, and we'll you. see you next week. Mm -hmm. And a quick look at the weather.